Grace, mercy, and peace to you today, from God our Father and from Jesus our Savior too. Jesus went to Jerusalem. Now, that's a very simple thing to say, but that really shocked a lot of people back at the time of Jesus. People said, Jesus, don't you remember the last time that you went to Jerusalem they tried to kill you there? Why in the world would you go to Jerusalem? Jesus' disciple Thomas, this is in John chapter 11, and we don't know if Thomas was being sarcastic or not, but Thomas' reaction was, yeah, let's go along and die too. When Jesus went to Jerusalem, it wasn't that he was being stupid or naive. He knew the danger that was in front of him. He knew there were those who wanted to kill him. So why in the world would Jesus go to Jerusalem and enter there on a Palm Sunday? The answer is, because it wasn't about, about him, it was about us. That Jesus had this kind of selfless love where he was willing to give himself for us. And so, on a Palm Sunday like today, one of the readings from the Bible that very often is read is from Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, as much as any other passage in the Bible, emphasizes the humility and the selfless love of Jesus that he would give himself up for, for us. And so today, I want to break it into two sections. The first part, starting at verse 5, talks about Jesus' love for us. And then let me go back, verses 1 through 4, Paul applies that then to us in our lives. Here's what Paul writes about Jesus. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Today is a day to marvel at the selfless love of Jesus Christ. The way Paul describes it here in Philippians here is Jesus, who in very nature is God, and yet he didn't view that as something he had to grasp and hold onto for himself as if he couldn't ever set that aside for us. No, Jesus took his divinity of God. He didn't stop being God, but he decided to humble himself the way this passage is, is he made himself, he made himself nothing. The God who is the Lord, who rules all things, took on the very nature of a servant. He was made in our human likeness. Thinking back to Christmas, right? That Jesus was born as our Savior. He took on our humanity for us. He was selflessly willing to humble himself in that way. But it didn't stop there. Not only did Jesus take on our humanity he humbled himself even to death. And of all the deaths to die in the history of the world, he chose in his plan one that is the very worst. 
he even humbled himself to crucifixion on a cross. Why? Because he loves you. Because he loves me. Because God looked at this world that needed salvation and he said, I'm going to come and give myself for them. And what did Jesus accomplish? He did take away our sins. And he gives us life and heaven. We don't have to be afraid to die because we've got eternal life in him. And beyond that too, the rest of this passage talks about now how he is exalted beyond every name, beyond everything else. Every knee will bow in heaven and on earth to him. So again, today is a day to marvel at the selfless love of Jesus for us. But it's also a day to think about our own love for others as well. That first verse, verse 5, says your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. In a way, that's a pivot verse. It transitions between what came before and what came after. What comes after that verse is looking again at Jesus who would go to a cross and die for us. Before, Paul talks about what our selfless love looks like toward others. And I think this is a good thing for us to think of today because what is it that's going to get us through any kind of crisis or the coronavirus crisis that we're facing right now? Yeah, we need good hospitals. Yes, we're going to need money to, to get us through. But if there's one thing I could put my finger on is this is what's going to help us as our families and society and as our world get through this. It's if we selflessly serve one another. If life is not about our own prideful needs first, but about serving other people, it's going to mean that there are things that you might have wanted to do, or I might have wanted to do, things we might have wanted to buy, where that just has to be put on hold for the sake of serving other people. And why in the world would you and I be selfless in our love for those around us, I think even if you look at the secular world, things that are written in blog posts everywhere, you'll find some reasons why people are saying, let's be selfless. But for us as Christians, it comes back to the selfless love of Jesus Christ. So let me read how Paul starts out the chapter, Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. He wrote this. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And then, here's where we picked up before, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, who gave himself for us. So when Paul thinks through, why is it that we as Christians love and serve those around us, Paul has a list of four ifs. He says, if you have encouragement from being united with Christ, and is that true for you? Do you find encouragement in the relationship you have through faith with your Savior? If the answer is yes, Paul says, if you have any encouragement from his love, does his love encourage your heart? Well, yes, it does. Do you have any fellowship with the Holy Spirit? 
Is there any tenderness or compassion that God has worked in you? Then Paul says, make my joy complete by having the same love, the same spirit, the same purpose, the same mind. Paul says, do nothing out of selfish ambition. Do nothing out of vain conceit for yourself. Consider others better than yourself. Look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Why? Paul says, let me tell you about the attitude of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, made himself nothing, took on our humanity, who humbled himself to death, even death on a cross. And so, in your own life, are there ways that you'll have to selflessly put your, yourself aside and serve others in these coming days and weeks? Yeah, there are. And I don't know what that means for you. I'm trying to figure out what that means for me in my own family as a pastor in this world. But are there times when what you wanted to do or what you planned to buy, you have to put that aside? Yeah, yeah, and I hope that it's not with a bitterness or complaining, but with a heart that honestly wants to serve others. That what your family needs, you will be that for them. What your friends, the people around you in this world need, you will, you will be that. It's going to take a selflessness on the part of all of us to keep the Christian church going through a difficult time. And you look out in this world, we don't need to be, take, take, take risks as Christians that are foolish, but are there times when we as Christians are going to have to take on risk to serve those who are sick around us? Yeah, there are going to be times like that too. And what's the reason for that? It's because we have experienced the selfless love of Jesus Christ. That he is God, made himself nothing, took on our humanity, and humbled himself even to death on a cross. Is there glory coming? Yes. But that comes next. First the selfless service. First the humbling ourselves. Then just as Jesus was glorified, God promises we have glory coming forever in heaven too. But today... It's about the service part. And it's about Jesus, our Savior, who did go to Jerusalem, even though everybody else warned him about it, even though he knew the danger and what was going to happen there. It's about a Savior, Jesus, who died on the cross for us to forgive all our sins. Savior, Jesus, who willingly sacrificed himself for us. And Paul says in that verse 5 in the middle, your attitude and mine... Uh, let's have that be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Amen.